Good Bone Health makes active aging possible. Join us for inspiring conversations from diverse perspectives in osteoporosis from patients, healthcare providers, caregivers, policymakers, researchers, advocates, and innovators. Protect your ability to live your best life. The information and opinions expressed in Bone Talk are not intended to replace the services of trained and qualified health professionals or to be a substitute of medical advice of physicians. You may review the Bone Health and Osteoporosis Foundation's full medical disclaimer at bonehealthandosteoporosis.org. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this gratitude-themed episode of Bone Talk. Today I'm speaking with Claire Gill, CEO of the Bone Health and Osteoporosis Foundation, about how gratitude is part of the culture at BHOF. Welcome, Claire. Thanks, Karina. I'm excited to talk about this topic because research has shown that having an attitude of gratitude is not only good for us emotionally, but also physically, too. I've read about that, too. Can you start by talking more about what an attitude of gratitude means? Yeah, sure. So an attitude of gratitude means making the conscious habit of expressing appreciation on a regular basis for things that are big and small. And when we do this, and if we practice it, it ends up becoming a very healthy habit. I think most people are grateful for things on a regular basis. So how does that compare to having an attitude of gratitude? You're right. We all know how to be grateful already. I mean, we do that uh, throughout our lives, but developing an even greater habit of gratitude is the simple next step. So I think the difference is focusing on appreciation in a proactive way. It's always easier for us to be appreciative when something good happens and then we're grateful and then we express that, but that's reactive. So developing this ability in our daily lives and not just waiting for something to happen is how we make it part of that overall attitude versus just sort of a one-off type thing. So it sounds a bit like being an optimistic person rather than pessimistic. Yeah, that's true. It's very similar. You can obviously develop a more optimistic attitude with practice too, but it's not just about being positive about things. As I said, it's really about an attitude of gratitude where you can express gratitude even during difficult times and difficult situations. And so how do we go about that? Well, if you want to cultivate that attitude of gratitude, as we say, it's important to express gratitude daily, not just occasionally. You really have to, like any muscle, you really need to develop the skill, you know, develop it till it becomes natural to do. So developing a gratitude practice by acknowledging what you're thankful for or what you appreciate every day gives us an opportunity to sort of build that muscle. So some suggestions that I've seen about how to do that, and there are a lot others, but these are the ones that I've seen most frequently when I've kind of done more research about attitude of gratitude, is that it's recommended that we write down three things you're grateful for every day and make that a habit. And I know many people are into journaling and doing that type of stuff, but this is much more simple. This is just writing down, no matter where you are or when, three things that make you grateful and appreciate that day. So for example, 
it's a sunny day in Virginia here today, uh, which, you know, again, is something that I would write down then for today. Or I've got my, I'm working from home today. I've got my pet dog curled up at my feet. So I'm grateful for shadow. Or, you know, you get an unexpected call from a friend or something like that. It can be really simple, but just remembering those things and writing them down and then doing it consistently every day is what actually builds the habit. Another example I've seen, which I love, is writing thank you notes or emails. I don't know about you, but I'm totally old school where I could literally have stock in Hallmark for the amount of cards I keep on hand for every potential occasion. And I love writing to people. So of course I do it for big occasions. And, um, but also I have a bunch of cards that just say thinking of you. And I send those off to people randomly sometimes too. But thank you notes are also something that I think is incredibly important. And obviously thanking people when they give you a gift or if they've done something special for you, but writing a thank you note to just thank a person for their role in your life or that you were just thinking about something or memory that you had with them and that made you grateful for their friendship or their love or being in their community, whatever it is, just sharing that not only lifts your own mood, but it really helps spread that attitude of gratitude to others and lifts other people's moods. So, you know, it's recommended that we try to do thank you notes once a month. So start thinking about who you might like to thank every month and keep us posted if you choose that type of practice. Another really simple way to practice an attitude of gratitude is through meditation. And that's all the rage these days too, right? We hear about meditation and how good it is for us and our health and our emotional well-being and our brain health and our physical health. Well, the same when it comes to building that attitude of gratitude. And as we sit quietly for whatever time or whenever we're focused on meditating, in addition to all of the things you can do to develop that meditative practice, you know, some people recite mantras or they have different rituals that they do. One of the ways you can meditate is focusing on things that in your present moment, you are grateful for. That might be the silence as you sit quietly and start thinking about your meditative practice, being aware of the silence and the beauty of that around you, the feeling of your breath as you breathe in and out during meditation, which is again, one of the normal practices when you're meditating. So just being thankful for that breath that you're taking in and, and exhaling can also be another way to incorporate that attitude of gratitude into your daily life. Those examples seem easy enough. If you've been trying to cultivate this attitude of gratitude, can you share what you focus on when you do these exercises? Sure. Given that it's Thanksgiving week that we're recording this, it kind of makes it a little bit easier to think about all the things that I'm grateful for. And as I kind of practice this, so for example, I'm hosting Thanksgiving dinner at my house this year. So in addition to being very thankful for my husband and my daughter and the dog I reference, I'm also thankful that my siblings and I are close and that we purposely spend holidays together. Our parents have passed away. So getting our families together because we siblings want to get together and not just because we want to please our parents is something I'm really grateful for. And that's developed over the years. And as this is a BHOF podcast, it's also important that I know that I'm really grateful to be able to have my professional career focused on our mission. 
And I say this to our BHOF team all the time. And Karina, you're part of our group of staff and consultants. So you know this. I often say we are so lucky that we have the pleasure and the privilege of helping people at the core of what we do every day at work. And so that is something that I think about really every day. And it's an easy one for me to focus on when I'm trying to cultivate my attitude of gratitude. I'm also really grateful for the people in our community who join us in working towards this mission of ending osteoporotic fractures. That's a good list, and it didn't take long for you to come up with them. Would you say that doing good acts for others counts as cultivating an attitude of gratitude? Yeah, I think it, it definitely does. I think anytime we focus outside of ourselves to help someone else or even to think about someone else, we are cultivating a more giving and grateful attitude. And that reminds me that I'm extremely grateful to all the people who volunteer with BHOF. So in addition to our amazing staff and consultants and want to make it clear, Karina, I am very grateful for you and all the stuff that Ditto. you Ditto. <laughs> Thank you. To our organization. No, truly. Um, I know we, we say it, but I want to make sure it's on air right now how grateful <laughs> we are that you joined our organization and help us on so much um, of the work we did do. But, you know, yeah, in addition to our staff and our fantastic consultants, we also have a board of trustees that is a completely volunteer group. And we just had a board meeting last week. It was our first one in person since 2019, since the beginning of COVID, believe it or not. And so I was really grateful to see all of them in person again, and really grateful that they took the time out of their busy work schedules and their lives to come to Virginia and help us plan and discuss how we can work together to make BHOF stronger and better. And so that's really amazing that we have these dedicated trustees. We're so fortunate. We also have about 20 support groups around the country, and those leaders volunteer their time to make connections in the community and provide peer-to-peer -peer support for osteoporosis patients. So again, an amazing group of volunteers. And then we have 77,000, more than 77,000 members of our online community. And we have a dedicated team of volunteers who moderate that community and help us to make sure that it stays a safe place for people to find out information and gain support from others, going through some of the same struggles and the same triumphs in managing this chronic disease. So there's obviously a lot to be grateful for. And last but definitely not least are the people, the foundations, the companies, everyone that donates to BHOF. Without all of their support, we just wouldn't be able to do what we do. We wouldn't be able to help anybody and so I'm especially grateful for those people. It's really amazing how all of them come together to make positive change. So that leads me to my final question. Since Giving Tuesday is happening very soon, what do you want people listening to know about BHOF and what their support does? Well, I would likely need a whole podcast to go over that, Karina, but maybe we'll actually do that, but another time. But let me say, for now, I would like people to know that if you've ever donated to a nonprofit, whether the Bone Health and Osteoporosis Foundation or any of the amazing organizations doing great work for a myriad number of causes, you are part of a community making our world a better place. And no amount of money or time donated is insignificant. It all matters. It all adds up into an amazing collaboration to bring about positive change. 
to help people, often strangers, and build a community that we can all be proud of and grateful to be a part of, that is truly incredible. So thank you, and we appreciate you. Nicely said, Claire. Thanks for talking about developing an attitude of gratitude with me. And I hope we've inspired everyone to talk about this topic and hopefully put it into practice. Thanks, Karina. I definitely (laughs) hope so, too. Again, Thanksgiving is a great time to talk with your families around the table and your friends about what you're grateful for. And it can be your first step towards building and cultivating your own attitude of gratitude. Wonderful. Well, everyone, thanks for joining us today. We'll have links to some resources and materials associated with this episode at bonetalk.org. For more information about how to keep your bones strong and healthy for life, please visit us at bonehealthandosteoporosis.org. And if you did enjoy this episode, please go ahead and do two things. First, subscribe to Bone Talk so you never miss an episode. And please share this with all your friends and family. Thank you for joining Bone Talk, the bone health and osteoporosis foundations podcast that shares information, strategies, and inspiration about good bone health that makes active aging possible. To learn more about bone health, to become involved and or help fuel BHOF's mission with financial support, visit bonehealthandosteoporosis.org.